Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. And, of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. Now, tomorrow kicks off March, which is the start of National Children's Dental Health Month. And that's a good thing. Joining us today is Dr. Larson. He is a general dentist with South Mississippi Miles, South Mississippi Smiles in Pascagoula, but he has focused his career on helping and serving children in multiple ways. So hi, Dr. Larson. Hello, Rebecca. How are you doing? Happy almost March. I mean, it's right around the corner. Right around the corner. So you guys are getting... Yeah, so we're actually just wrapping up Children's Dental Health Month. Oh, you're wrapping it up. So it's February. It's not March. Okay. Well, never mind. We are wrapping up. So if you haven't taken care of your children's teeth, too bad. You are. It's the last day. <laughs> no, <laughs> totally kidding. It's a it's a good day to at least think about it. So all year. So, okay. So March, I mean, February was National Children's Dental Health Month. So you guys have been out and busy, as you always have, with your Caring for um, Communities organization. Um, Ginger, I know earlier today, where, what were you doing earlier today? I was doing a, a dental presentation with my friend Chomper the Shark and uh, showing children how to brush their teeth, and that's what we've been doing all month long, uh, bringing Dr. Cameron Larson with me uh, to different events to let people know. Uh, it's a good reminder for February uh, to schedule your cleanings and to go over brushing your teeth with the kids. Okay, so we're wrapping it up, but still, again, dental health is good all year long. And, Dr. Larson, any parent listening to good things or grandparent is always going to be like, oh, but it's such a struggle. But why is it so important to to stay on that struggle bus and keep making dental health a, um, a priority for our children? Well, I mean, dental, dental health leads to overall health in the body. So if they're, they don't have good oral health, it can cause other issues with their overall health. It can keep them out of school. It can keep them from learning. It can keep have speech issues. So it is important to stay on top of that oral health daily, every morning, every night, brushing your teeth. We recommend for two minutes, at least two minutes, and then flossing every night, making sure they're uh, brushing their tongues and just keeping an overall overall good oral health so that they can avoid missing missing time at school, having to go to the dentist for anything other than just a clean, cleaning or a checkup. Dr. Larson, when is the appropriate time to get your kids connected with a uh, with a dentist? Well, I I feel like it, the sooner the better. Um, usually, we recommend at least by one years old or when their first tooth comes in. And at that point, 
it's establishing a relationship with the dentist so that if there were anything to happen, any type of emergencies, you've already got a relationship established so that you can, you know, if, if by you know chance something happened, there was an emergency and you needed to come in, it's better to have your dentist relationship already set up than to be struggling to find one in the middle of an emergency. Mm-hmm. Um, so we recommend it coming in at, um, at least by a, a year. But if their teeth come in sooner, you can definitely come in sooner. We have patients that have come in at, at six months and seven months just to when those first teeth pop in. And it's good for us to do an, a visual exam of the child, but it is also an opportunity to educate the parents on proper oral health uh, oral health care at home. So even though they're baby teeth and they're going to fall out, Dr. Larson, we still have to take good care of them, right? Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and you know what? We get that question a lot. Well, it's just going to fall out. But actually, a lot of them don't fall out until 10, 11, 12 years old. And so if you're not taking care of them when they're 2 and 3 years old and they get abscess, they're going to, they're going to be without teeth for a long time. And teeth, as you know, are very important for speech, smiling, eating. You know, they have, they have their functions and their needs. So it's, it is important to, even though they are baby teeth and are eventually going to fall out, it is important to take care of them. So I know brushing your teeth two times a day is important, Dr. Larson. Obviously, starting that um, habit of getting them to floss, which is a whole other level if you're doing that as a parent with a two-year-old. God bless you. You you. You get gold stars, but at least trying when you can. But what are some of those other healthy habits that maybe parents or grandparents can feel like they're also doing the good fight along with trying to create healthy um, brushing habits that, that prevent cavities or sort of set them up for good dental health? So if you're doing those things, brushing twice a day, two minutes, and, and flossing, those are the main ones. Um, a mouth rinse is good, uh, typically for younger kids. I don't recommend a mouth rinse that has alcohol in it, just a, a kid's mouth rinse that has a little bit of fluoride in it to help strengthen strengthen the enamel of the teeth. Um, a big one, though, is their diet and snacking habits and routines. Um, if they're snacking all day throughout the day, chips, crackers, um, gummies, stuff like that, uh, fruit snacks that get stuck in the teeth, those things can really cause cavities. Um, and there are drinks and beverages that you know, have provide some nutrition for us, juice, milk, stuff like that, that are good for us physically, but as far as teeth, they can cause cavities. So it's um, monitoring their eating habits, you know, how, how often they're snacking. If they do snack a lot throughout the day, you may encourage brushing three times a day or four times a day, depending on how often they're snacking. And then at nighttime, you don't – a lot of younger uh, children, one, two years old, they'll go to bed with a bottle or a sippy cup. And those habits, unless it's just water, but those habits, if they have milk or juice or formula in their, in their cup at night, it could cause cavities in their teeth. So making sure that they're not continually having snacks and drinks and sugary foods on their teeth is, is probably the biggest thing outside of, of brushing twice a day and flossing. Dr. Larson, we've had Ginger on several times talking about y'all's Caring for Community program that you have there at South Mississippi Smiles. And I know she's got good information for us coming up on y'all's um, nonprofits that have made the final list. But from a from a business standpoint, there locally in Pascagoula, why was it so important for you guys to focus on your patients and the community outside of the clinic? Well, we, we have a lot of patients, and we love uh, the, the coast, and we love the communities that, that feed into our offices, and we see it as a blessing to be able to help them with their oral health, but also we, we're blessed, obviously, because this is our, our profession. Um, we're blessed, and we take joy in being able to give back to the communities. We know there's a lot of organizations that may not have all the necessary resources and means that, uh, that they should have or could have, 
And so it's just our way of uh, giving back to those who um, bless our lives. And Ginger, Ginger can definitely uh, touch on a little bit more on that. Oh, yeah, Ginger. So uh, Caring for Communities, I think this is such a great organization. You guys work hard to identify those nonprofits in the in the Mississippi Gulf Coast and then give back in ways um, that's unique, at least for a dental office, I think. So catch us up. What, where are we at with this new host of, of uh, grantees, potential grantees? I am so excited for where we're at with it. Uh, we just announced our top nine nonprofit organizations that have ones like Make-A-Wish Mississippi, the Boys and Girls Club of the Gulf Coast, uh, the Academy for, Lighthouse Academy for Dyslexia. We have nine different ones, and they're so different, and they're all so deserving, and working with children across the Gulf Coast in, in ways that are um, like Elijah's Closet is helping children in foster care. Uh, Train-tastic is, is the largest model train museum in the world. So we have so many different ones that help the kids of the Gulf Coast. Why not work together through Caring for Community to support those organizations? So how does it go next? What's the next step? You got your nine finalists. Do we need to go vote? Or how, does, how do we get down to the one who will end up getting a, awarded a grant? Well, we've got voting open yesterday. Uh, so we'll be going with voting till March 15th. And you know, we've usually we've we've had one winner in the past, and I'm so excited about this contest. We're actually going to have three winners this time, uh, with different prize amounts totaling all together five thousand dollars in awards. But if uh, people would like to visit, uh, we're going to go to our website. You can go to our Facebook. You can go to our Instagram. Uh, following us at South MS Smiles, and if you go to smiles.com/slash caring for community. Uh, you can go to vote there. Votes are, are daily, so you can vote as many times as you want between now to March 15th so that three of our nine top organizations can have a chance to win. I love that. I love that. And I love that you guys focus really there um, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, finding those people who are doing good work in the community. It just all comes full circle. So when we think about, you know, where we're going to spend our time or our resources. We need to make sure we're looking at those local places, like even with our with our health care. Now, Dr. Larson, I have to say, Ginger really helped me in my house. One day here on Good Things, she told me to turn on the toothbrush song to get my four-year-old more excited about brushing her teeth, and it's worked. I have heard that stupid song so many times, but it's part of our, our dental health routine now, thanks to Ginger. And it's amazing the little tools that we have available to us, you know, different apps and songs and videos that help to get kids excited. There's a lot of resources, and I'm glad, I'm glad you found one that works for you. Yes. Now, if you could just give me one for flossing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're, hey, look, we're fighting the good fight, and that's what we should definitely do. Yeah, one, one step at a time. One step at a time. I appreciate both of your uh, time today and wrapping up that National Children's Dental Health Month. So thank you. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for having us on. All Thank right. You, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget, we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from that Supertalk Mississippi app. We hope you've downloaded that. You can always find us, too, on that local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on Supertalk TV on your computer or your mobile device. Don't forget, coming up Friday, you've got Sports Talk Mississippi. They're going to be live at M-Trade Park uh, to kick off the spring seasons of baseball, fast pitch, and soccer. So nearly 150 teams will be in Oxford this weekend for U-Trip SA Baseball. For the full schedule of tournaments this spring, visit mtradepark.com. Don't miss the boys on Sports Talk live from Mtrade Park in Oxford this Friday. If you're going to play, play Mtrade. And then also don't forget, too, that our Super Talk Mississippi news team, they are always covering your Mississippi stories. And if you want to stay up to date, then you can do that with our free newsletter over at supertalk.fm slash newsletter. And if you're at supertalk.fm and you click the lifestyle button, you get all the good headlines. And I'll be darned, there's already a headline there about the Mississippi State Fair. Y'all, I told y'all, this year is just flying by. And the weather, little switcheroo that we've had here in the last couple of days, is indicative of what it'll be like when the Mississippi State Fair gets here. Because undoubtedly, it's going to go from hot to cold, hot to cold. We're thinking we're going to get... But see, that's when, thinking ahead to October... That's when you're dying for a break in the hot weather. And so you're looking forward to those warmer temperatures. I mean, those cooler temperatures. And then it switches back and it gets hot. And you see all the people in the midway wearing their Uggs because they don't know what to do with their life. But if you do remember back, that is when the infamous Santa sweater was bought. So you never know with with uh, the Mississippi weather. But you always know the Mississippi State Fair is going to be a hit. Why is there already an article about that on supertalk.fm? Glad you asked. Because now for the first time, get this, you'll be able to uh, get online tickets for the first time. You'll get to be able to get tickets available online. So that's going to be new and improved for this upcoming year for the Mississippi State Fair. Look at Commissioner uh, Andy Gibson moving things forward in a digital in a digital world. So if you want to read more about that, I don't think you can already get your tickets. <laughs> Probably not. Probably Probably not. Probably just announced. Yes. Um, but it, the uptick in the attendance, even with a handful of rainy days, I was there then, um, is part due to the large lunch crowds and heavily attended concerts. So they're just looking at ways that online ticket servicing will bring even more people and make it a little bit easier uh, for you to plan your trip. So cool, cool things to think about. Already thinking about um, there in October. Um, but thinking more about today, today is a fun national day that doesn't get a whole lot of attention. Yes, it's Day. We're going to get to that coming up next year on Good Things. We've got someone celebrating a birthday on this day. Um, but it's also National Toast Day, which I find interesting that this day has national days anyway. So it's is it the last and I think National Toast Day is actually the last Thursday in February every yeah, year. Yeah, it kind of rotates around. So it kind of rotates around. It's not like an actual date. But I was wondering if there was any like national days that were just for the 29th, and that would be leap year or leap day or whatever so that's the only one well technically it's national time refund day oh so explain that to me what does that mean uh it's kind of nebulous i mean you're it it 
it's celebrating the fact that we are all collectively going back the last four years and going, you know what, there's a quarter of a day here, a quarter of a day here, a quarter of a day here, and a quarter of a day here. So catch us up on Leap Day, because we do get to celebrate a birthday coming up next. But how is it, or why is it, that we have a Leap Day? Well, do you measure a year by one rotation of the Earth around the sun. And while it would be great if everything fit into a nice little box that was easily calculated, the Earth goes around the sun every 365.2419, I think, off the top of my head, days. So when you get to the end of a year, 365 days, you still technically have just under a quarter of a day left before it gets back to where it started. Who figured this out? Smart people with much less technology a long time ago. And who, I mean, and so someone just said, you know what? Every four years, let's just add an extra day in there. So do we know why February, why the 29th? Uh, you know, I've never asked why February only has 28 days or 29. Well, that all comes back down to the introduction of the Gregorian calendar. Like, calendars before then were more disparate. You had a calendar in the Middle East. You had a calendar in Europe. You had a calendar in Asia. You had a calendar in South America, which that's probably the most famous one at this point because it was the Mayan or the Aztec calendar that was predicting the end of the world, what, 12 years ago, 2012? It was going to be the end of the world because we that could was, argue that it happened. <laughs> but that was that was as far out as they could calculate on their calendar, or that they put on their big disc calendars. So that was since that was the last date. That was going to be the end of the world. If but yeah, only with, it was that simple. Yeah, with uh, Pope Gregory the Thirteenth, get corrected on that during middays. Gotcha. Thought it was the twelfth, but thirteenth. He and his advisors introduced the Gregorian calendar to kind of standardize the way we mark the calendar days of the year, mark the year off. And it was picked up by the rest of the world, but when it was first introduced, it was more like, all right, everybody that's living under Christendom, this is your calendar, as decreed by the Pope. Got it. So they had to make it weird for everybody. But if you don't account for the quarter of a day every year eventually over a really long period of time Mm -hmm. you have some pretty wonky stuff that starts happening where you think of springtime Mm -hmm. springtime is usually certain months like for example the end of february all of march all of april those are months usually considered springtime well if you don't account for a leap day and you don't have any leap years After a couple hundred years, all of a sudden, March is no longer springtime. And you're starting winter. Oh, that kept it fun. They should have just kept it and blew our minds this whole sort of time. You never knew what you were going to get. It was like Mississippi weather a long time ago. Just you never knew what you were going to get. There are some leap day traditions that um, origins way, way back. Apparently in the 5th century, century, Ireland allowed women to propose marriage to a man only on leap day. <laughs> I wonder how many men went into hiding. <laughs> because, they, I mean. It had to have been a large number because it was in the 1200s. Somebody. Text us in and reminded us of it on the text line, but it was sometime in the twelve or thirteen hundreds 
where Scotland, who has a similar tradition, yes, made it a crime for a man to not accept a marriage proposal from a woman on leap day. What is that movie, the cleansing? What is the movie where everyone went into hiding because, like, on that day, if you murdered, it wasn't the purge. Yes, it feels like that. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the fact that they made a movie called Leap Day oh, no, did, or did Leap they? Year or whatever it was. Did yeah. they? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, because, like, hey, girls, if he hasn't proposed by Leap Year or Leap Day, you know, then it's probably like just gone leap right on over that day in that relationship. Gone to something else. He's, <laughs> he ain't the one. <laughs> or just pop the question with a ring pop and see what his face says. And just sort of see They'll it. They'll tell you everything. They'll tell you. Yeah, that's, that's one way to sort of, sort of do it. But yeah, in 1288, Queen Margaret is rumored to have made it a law that women could propose also on the 29th, but had to wear red petticoats to alert their men to their romantic intentions. <laughs> that's like... Um, Valentine's and leap year, like all sort of wrapped up weird sort of together. And there was a fine charge to the men who refused the proposal as well. But I wonder what the fine was and how many were willing. Let's see. Is this what the movie's about? Because I feel like this would be great comedy. I've honestly never seen the movie. Absolutely. I've only ever seen if the Hollywood, You know, Hollywood listens to good things all the time. So I feel like Hollywood needs to make a rom-com out. Go, go back to 1288. Get re reignite Queen Margaret. Speaking of Hollywood, did you see the, the latest remake they're coming out with? Of? Of The Naked Gun. Mm-mm. Remember The Naked Gun movies with Liam Neeson? Yes. Or not Liam Neeson. With Liam Neeson is going to play in the new Naked Gun movies. So who was the original? Leslie Nil- Leslie Nelson, yeah. Well, that's not confusing yeah, at it's, all. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get out. Well, I um, I am secretly excited about the new Twister, but I wouldn't tell anybody that out loud. <laughs> I mean, not excited enough to like go see it in the theater, but like excited enough to wait for it to stream so that I can watch it. Um, and I, it, it has to have a cow. But it is one that I just think it will be fun to watch and see what the throwback is or, or what the throwback is. As how they make it new or sort of different. But going back to Leap Year, though, yeah, they're missing out. This is a perfect rom-com. This would be hysterical done with the right people, like the whole the whole bit, and then sort of seeing how it... Hallmark couldn't do it, but Lifetime totally could. <laughs> Netflix special or something, something of that nature. But, yeah. All right, it is Leap Day or Leap Year. How do you say it? Is it Leap Day? Is it Leap Year? It is leap day leap, of a leap year. It's a leap day of a leap year, and we've got a leap day baby coming in next to celebrate their birthday. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to 
to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from that Supertalk Mississippi app and, of course, always on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. But if you take your computer or your mobile device to Supertalk TV, you'll see we're celebrating a birthday here in the studio today. Joining me is U.S. Army Colonel Jody Mike Smith, but he's just Jody today, Jody Mike. He is celebrating his 14th birthday. So happy birthday, Jody Thank Mike. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. <laughs> and so your birthday is actually on Leap Day. So I've always wondered what's it like to have this very unique um, birthday that only comes around uh, every four years. Well, it's it's great because I tell you, uh, the, that fourth year, it's mm-hmm. a party. You mm-hmm. know, you have the three years to build up to it, and that fourth year, it is a party. And um, we just had a, a celebration of mine. I was at work earlier this morning, and I took off the afternoon because it's my birthday. It's once every four years, and uh, it's great. And I'll tell you, the, the best thing about it, you hear from people you haven't heard from in years because no one forgets your birthday. So I've literally uh, spent all morning on the phone, text, email, and phone calls with people from all over literally the world who have remembered my birthday to call. So it's a blessing. Um on your birthday. It's yeah, great. on your actual birthday. And I was sharing with you, Jody Mike, that I had a friend in um, high school whose birthday was is today. Um, and we I don't remember it. You know, like you just remember those those individuals who just have this really unique day to celebrate their actual birthday. So, like, I guess take us back 14, four years ago. So, like, it did. And I guess back then you couldn't choose birthdays like you did. You do now. Like, I feel like there's women who are pregnant right now. There was two camps. You either want to avoid February the 29th like a play or you're like gunning for it like you want to have this like unique experience for your kid so like for your mom what was kind of like uh going through her mind whenever this date came around or that she had you on leap day i'm sure she didn't have a choice well you know um obviously i was born at a very early age so i don't remember a lot of that uh but i do remember between my be my first birthday and my second birthday, I used to always go into the kitchen with my grandmother and listen to the radio because on leap year, they always read all the Mm -hmm. birthdays. And there were so few. So I always got to be in the kitchen as a very small child and heard my name mentioned on that every four years. Now, I knew it was going to be mentioned. Because there was such a small, I forgot they used to do that. I mean, there was even, I can remember you would call in and you could get your your name read or whatever Absolutely. it may be on the local radio. That's really cool. So the other three years, Jody Mike, like growing up, did you choose the 28th or March 1st? Or how did your family sort of acknowledge the fact? You're still turning older, but I mean, how did you celebrate? Well, you know, as a kid, I would try to played in my favor you know we just were talking earlier during the break about those who have a birthday week uh-huh. i would say no it's the and for those younger listeners listening i'd say hey it's definitely the 28th and the first don't 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 get away from it you know so i would try to do the 28th and the first i can, I can see that what about for like uh when you got in school or like bosses did it just blow their mind did it make other things in life that we take for granted as just having a standard birthday i'm going to like filling out forms you're in the military i can't imagine like how that was for your birthday it, it is unique because there are a lot of people until you talk to people you don't realize that they're not actually actually cognitively thinking about once every four years until you mention it. Well, I only have a birthday once every four years because you always get say, asked the same question. Well, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, I get older every year, but I, now I'm at the age where I prefer to count my birth years Which and not 14. my birthdays. Exactly, 14. So it's like in dog years but better because you, you get younger. 
It is, and it explains a lot of people. It, they understand, okay, now it makes sense the way I am. Oh, you're only 14. I got it now, okay. <laughs> and that every fourth year did, I mean, you, obviously this is a special day, not just for you, but everybody else who was born on this uh, unique day. Did Do you make a big deal of it, or did you find that those around you made an extra big deal about it uh, everybody around makes a big deal about it i mean uh i would like to say that it's this huge day it, it is another day but it is just another day but i mean i because the the way i see it being specialized especially now having children you know i have a 10 year old triplet boys and a 12 year old daughter they make it special and they are just enamored by the fact that I have a birthday every four years and that, oh, I'm going to catch up to you, Dad. And I'm like, oh, I don't think so. And Is uh, that mathematically possible? <laughs> Could they potentially catch up quicker? Uh, they can. Man, you need to talk to somebody that knows I'm like, right they could. You're right. They sure can. <laughs> Technically, I guess if he's if you're 14, they're what? How old are your boys now? They're 10 so and they're 12. 10 and 12. And so math is hard. So take another four years for you to get to be 15. That's right. So then they, they will. Be, y'all they all could. Absolutely. Ish be the same age, you know, like how. Now, okay, that you're gonna have that's gonna be a big y'all are gonna have to have a little well, fun with that one. Well, one of the one of the boys asked this morning, Dad, I can't wait till you're 25, and he obviously didn't do the math on that. And I was like, Okay, well, we can only wait and see, because <laughs> that would put you as a hundred. Uh, I was like, Oh, math is hard. And I just went and did it, and I was like, Oh, well, you know what? Though we celebrate those birthdays, you know how special that one will be. Oh wow! So we're going to need to make you get you to to 25, so then you'll have your. Hundredth birthday on your twenty fifth. We're working on leap we'll year day or whatever <laughs> it may be. So it's definitely just a, sort of an interesting time. Do you find it neat that people like me and us at Good Things find it neat that you have this unique birthday? It is. Uh, I think uh, again, going back to the original comment, it's neat because of the conversation it starts and that no one forgets. I mean. I will tell you that I am extremely blessed the older, the more birthdays I have Mm -hmm. with those that I have met throughout my career, my life, and my other places that I've lived who still remember. And to have them reach out and contact me because that's the one thing they remember. And to remember me, I mean, that's humbling and and such a blessing because they – they they think to think of me on this day. So it is an extreme. That's the best present I get every birthday. So how did you get Sasquatch to come see you today? I, you know, I don't know. I blame my wife on that. She uh, apparently the office was putting together a get together that I was unaware of. And um, they were asking her, what are some of the themes that we can do? And I think one of the things was Jeeps, because I'm a Jeep fanatic. I love Sasquatch. He's he's real. He exists. He's out there. He's so just where the, did uh, that love of Sasqu- Sasquatch come from? I think growing up, I grew up, in, I grew up in North Carolina. I love the woods. I love being outdoors. And I think it was the imagination of knowing there's something out there that we're not aware of. So you think that after all this, out of all the social media, all of the drones that we have now, all the things, and we still haven't, we still haven't pinpointed like that he's real. We can't. He is the hide and seek champion. Well, you know, Natchez hosts Bigfoot's birthday bash every year to celebrate your your mythical, well, you say realistic sort of creature. So I feel like you need to put 
on your to-do list is to go and celebrate Sasquatch's birthday in Natchez. I'm definitely doing it. I'm going to go in my Jeep. You're going to go in. You're going to find him. I'm going to. Apparently, this December the 25th, 1721, a French explorer wrote a journal entry while spending time with the Natchez Indians along the Mississippi River, and it references a beast of unknown species. And so for many, that's how the legend of your Sasquatch made it back to Mississippi. Well, that's great. I mean, the sightings of Sasquatch are just as uh, frequent as my birthday. So that's, you got something in common. <laughs> you definitely have something in common, which I think is unique. And I know there's other people out there. If you've got a birthday today or know someone that does, you can chime in. We'll wish you a happy birthday, too, 601-879-4395. Now, no birthday is not complete without cake or pie or cupcakes. So, Jody Mike, is there something special you get every four years or just every birthday? Are you, like, what what sweet treat do you have to have? Anyone that knows me, anything with peanut butter in it. And my kids came to me this morning with a huge bag of everything peanut butter, everything from uh, Nutter Butters, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, to uh, peanut butter cookies. I mean, it was phenomenal. I had to take it and share it with everyone at the office. It was great. Any memorable birthday presents that happened on your one of your 14th birthdays? No one present. I think the thing that does sincerely stand out in my mind are the phone calls and the well wishes I get from people I've met. That always stands out. Well, and that reminds me, too, Jody Mike, that even though – you know, yours is a special birthday along with so many others having a leap day birthday that taking that time just to send the text or make the phone call when you remember someone's birthday obviously means so much that we can't like look past that. And so you're reminding me today, even though if they don't have a, a unique birthday with a great story, it still means so much when you've just been thought about um, sort of in that way. And they should do it every year. They should just text you twice. You should get text messages on the 28th and then the 1st. So the most important question, though, when does Facebook say your birthday is on the other three years? I believe it's on the 28th. I, I would have to defer to my wife. She's the Facebook because I can't imagine say. they've got an algorithm that's figured that's that correct. out. <laughs> that has sort of figured that out today. Jody Mike, thank you so much for taking time to come celebrate your special, oh, your 14th birthday you. with you, I mean, with us. Thank come you back for 15. Uh, oh, you'll have to come back with all the with all the boys if well, y'all are the same age. You can fit us in here. We'll gladly do it. We'll figure that out. All right, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. I'm Chris Riccobono, founder of Untucket. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Some nights I stay up cashing in my bad luck. Some nights I call it a talk. Some nights I wish that my lips could build a castle. Some nights I wish they just fall off. 
But I still wake up. I still see. Welcome back to Good Things, streaming live over at supertalk.fm. Also streaming from that Supertalk Mississippi app. And of course, we're always on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can peek behind the scenes and watch what's happening over at Supertalk TV. But if you want tickets to the biggest name in entertainment, then you need to go to supertalk.fm slash Taylor Swift, Margaritaville Resort and Paradise Pier Fun Park in Biloxi, along with Supertalk Mississippi, is presenting you Taylor Swift in a cash gift. You will get a pair of tickets to see Taylor Swift's Superdome um, tour. Not her Superdome tour, her tour that will be at the Superdome in New Orleans on Saturday, October the 26th, plus $1,000 cash if you win. Let me add that in there. <laughs> Not just if you register. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> if you want to uh, win and you want to know where the boxes are at, again, go to supertalk.fm slash Taylor Swift to find the full list of registration locations and more information. If you wanted to win Jimmy Buffett's Ford car or whatever, too bad, too sad. It's already been Ford Falcon. It's already been sold at an auction for about what Taylor Swift tickets cost you, $258,500. It is a nice-looking car, though. Oh, yeah. He took good care of it. He took very good care of it. So it's a 1963 Ford Falcon convertible. It was owned by the late Jimmy Buffett. It was the biggest prize among nearly 800 cars available at the annual, I guess, GAA Classic Car Auction in Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, this past uh, weekend, I think it was. I wonder if it went for more just because, you know, of his untimely passing. But um, but still, it seems like a very expensive well, they got Car. more for Jimmy Buffett's Ford than they did for Queen Elizabeth's Range Rover. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth's Range Rover went for $150,000. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. That's a nice little added bonus to someone's car collection. Um, that is a very expensive hobby. So if you've got that hobby, you are in a different tax bracket than um, than the rest of us. Going back, though, today, yes, it's National Leap Day or whatever you want to call it, Leap Year, whatever, whatever it is. I did like that someone mentioned, and it was the other day when we were talking about it, you can always know when Leap Year is because that's when presidential elections are. They're on the Leap Year cycle. I wonder if that is intentional or just... Except for every so often. Well, why now? Why are you gonna mess up that math? That math is so hard. And I mean, there occasionally you will have a presidential election without a leap day, but that's only because. And we had somebody pointed out on the text line: the leap year itself was established two thousand years ago, almost by Julius Caesar. Except they went a little overboard with too many leap years. So the problem of the calendar creeping up, it would have taken a lot longer, but the calendar would have creeped in the other direction because they were accounting for too much. The Gregorian calendar was the correction that every hundred years, you skip a leap year. Sweet Jesus. Come back now. Gotta love math, especially (laughs) when it pertains to calendars. So I also saw, too, something interesting. Is it? And you can correct me, and then I guess I could look it up real quick. But because it's a leap year, something about if you have, I think it's a 1996 calendar, the year 1996, all the days are the same. So like the the like the first is like tomorrow, March first is a Friday. So like on the calendar, March first, I want to say it's 96, but you could correct me. So the 96 or 96? Yeah, it's, it would be 96. Of, would it be 96? I think I saw that. So assuming you're a hoarder and you keep calendars for whatever reason i guess um 
Yeah, if you had a calendar from 1940, 1968, or 1996, they would all be used this year. They could all be used this year in the same in the same sort of way. Is that now that math is hard. So 96 to 24, how many years is that? 28? Mm-hmm. So every 28th year, does it happen that way or does it happen because there's because then that would mean next year you could do a 97 if that was the way of if I went down a rabbit hole several years ago of of looking at the the foundational math for how they manufacture calendars. Are you bored? Yes. <laughs> And I'm exceedingly rusty on it, so like I could be completely wrong. You're I could the be only misremembering. One but listening that would know it. It does have cycles, but there's like three or four different cycles that you have to keep up with because of leap days and because of years where you don't have leap days. Yeah, it's weird. Totally weird. Okay. That's it. So we just get up and we just whatever our Google Calendar or our Microsoft Office Calendar tells us it is. Well, the problem is That's a lot of the math was done 800 years ago and nobody's really had to worry about it since. Hmm. It's just been, let's double check the math. Yeah, the math's right. All right, move on. Hmm. I'm glad that wasn't on the ACT because Mama would have never made it into college. <laughs> All right, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.